This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a good one. It's great to be back in this chair here on a, uh, a proper football Friday as we continue our buildup, not only to the Super Bowl, but to uh, spring training. General at your service. Here's Brian Broaddus to my right. You do have Lucius Alexander in the pimp cup over there at Master Control. Woolchuck is here. Chiafalo has the day off. Carter Freeman is coordinating your video at 105throughthefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. How the heck are you guys, man? Man, it's uh, it's a Friday. We're feeling good. I uh, had a fun draft show earlier today out at the Star, if you guys want to check that out. And shout out to Whataburger for bringing these delicious Wada Wings. Yes. These Wada Wings are outstanding. The honey butter Wada Wings were just it quickly got my attention. As soon as I arrived, there was a big Whataburger party going on in our bullpen our prep room, and I was like, man, this is perfect. So I dug into those, and I couldn't stop. I probably had 10 of them. It's addictive. Yeah. It really is. I mean, that honey honey butter sauce, and it's different because nobody else has that. So uh, I, I'd encourage it. They've got these party packs now. You get 72 of these things plus family-sized fries. So if you're looking to entertain for the Super Bowl, Whataburger's got you covered. Oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I did one of those moves where they got the buffet going on and there's bowls sitting inside the buffet. I just picked up the entire bowl. You I did. saw that was a pro you move did. right there. I, I I didn't, you know, I didn't want to keep reaching in there again and again and again. I knew that's what I was heading for. Um so salute to Whataburger and salute to all this Cowboys news that happened in the two days that it was out. I just gotta get some things squared away with you. Let's do it. You know, get get make sure I, I got a lay of the land. But it is a February second broadcast. We have uh Rangers in eleven days. And we must soak up what is left of the greatest offseason in the history of your Texas Rangers with the Hall of Fame announcement officially breaking the news less than an hour ago. Adrian Beltre going in with the Rangers cap. Hell yes. So uh, salute to the Hall of Fame and you know doing the right thing there. It, it, it is amazing that he had had such a wonderful career and was beloved in other places. Um, but, you know, every, everything just went next level here in his 30s, no less. And it's just it's it's amazing uh, whenever you know somebody's going in with uh, with your with your hat on, but to have it be such a special guy that you know connected with the fan base and and with everybody here and left everybody with such good Rangers vibes on his way out, it's just amazing and, and a fitting conclusion to this story. Okay, so let me get this straight: Dan Quinn leaves, might take Joe Witt and El, Al Harris with him, and Aiden Dirty maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts going on here for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I was on the phone, man, a long time last night talking to various guys and and gals and stuff and trying to get the lay of the land in here. And I, I think it is. It's going to come down to a decision of uh, for Joe Witt. You know, I think the Cowboys would like to have him back. I think there is a push from Dan Quinn to try and bring him uh, to Washington. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit yesterday, Gavin. 
you know, is the security of knowing that, you know, Dan Quinn has a longer contract than what Mike McCarthy uh, currently has. Uh, are there family considerations that Joe Witt's going to have to weigh here with, uh, you know, with his, with his family and wanting to keep them in a, in a stable spot? So, yeah, there are a lot of uh, things going on. There's, uh, I can confirm that if, in fact, uh, you know, uh, they're interested, if Joe Witt does not take this job or they do not uh, get him to stay th- with the job, then that Mike Zimmer would love to be a candidate and be a part of this. Uh, he uh, feels like, though, this time off, uh, has helped him the the, the this uh, familiarity with uh, with Mike McCarthy working against Mike while he was in Minnesota. There's some respect there. Uh, Mike Zimmer was one of the guys that stepped up and was uh, kind of went into the media of like I don't understand why Mike McCarthy got fired in in Green Bay, and I think Mike McCarthy remembers that. Mm. Uh, so there is a kind of that working knowledge between these two uh, or that respect that they have, but Mike Zimmer would absolutely love to have this job uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Are those your two top candidates right now, Joe Witt Jr. and Mike Zimmer? I, I think so. I you know I know there's been some talk about Ron Rivera. And he he's confirmed to at least be coming is, in for an interview. Yeah, he is going to be. And so, you know, those are the things that, uh, but if you gave me, if you gave me one or the other, if you, my, my preference for me, and this is just my experience of working with, Mike Zimmer, mm-hmm. and I know what kind of, uh, I know what kind of coach he is. I know what kind of coordinator he is. Uh, I think this team needs a a uh, some interjection of some toughness to it, and the coaching staff. And the more you talk to people, uh, Dan Quinn was a guy that was really a friend to the players. Yeah, Dan was a guy that everybody respected and liked, and he's just such an easy guy to get along with. And, but there's some people in the organization that believe, hey, this team needs a little bit of that interjection of some of that accountability, some toughness, uh, maybe a different path on the way that they, they need to go Yelling forward. Yelling at the players more? Uh, yeah. Uh, what I call it. Correcting. Yeah. Yeah, correcting. Whatever you have. Urgency. To, urgency. Accountability. Yeah. Uh, you Discipline. Know. Yeah. Those are all things. Absolutely. You know, Dan Dan did it. And that's more Mike Zimmer, right? That's Mike. Yeah, it seems Joe like Joe Witt is, is a like a cerebral guy. A little more soft-spoken. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I my gut, it feels like Joe Witt is a guy that's been with Mike McCarthy for a long time. I think he also loves Dan Quinn. Clearly, Dan Quinn loves him. I think if Mike had the decision, he'd probably just elevate Joe Witt. I think John Mishota made a great point yesterday when he was on with the Get Right as we were cruising home. If the Cowboys wanted to and were convinced that Joe Witt was the guy, they could have just announced that yesterday. The fact that they're not means I don't know that necessarily the Jones family is sold on Joe Witt. So yeah. we're, we're going to go outside and we're going to interview some other options, and I think Mike Zimmer does make a ton of sense. Yeah, I think that to me, and and, and John makes a great point, they could have just gone ahead and elevated, uh, elevated Joe Witt, but they also are in a situation, too, where, you know, Joe Witt, they're, you know, they're in a situation. He's he's going to probably have an opportunity to go. So they're, you know, the, the Jones. Joe Witt is probably. I mean, you got a job. You'll yeah. either be in Washington or you'll get elevated with the Cowboys. Yeah. The thing that the thing that that's that I and I asked Gavin since you were, uh, you know, with your your spending time away from us yesterday. You know, I asked the guys this: is it is it an indictment though on the Dallas defense that maybe Joe Witt doesn't want to be the coordinator here? I I would think it'd be more about um, you well, know self preservation. Okay, 
I think yeah. it would be more about like, well, I'm going somewhere where the clock resets, and in 12 yeah. months or less than 12 months, now I'll be looking for work if we don't like get to the NFC title game. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, 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 I think you want to go somewhere where at least you can make longer term plans. Um, you know, because the the, the talent sh- isn't a factor, but there's a lot a, a lot of uh, upward ability there because it's been one of the worst three defenses in the NFL for the last three years in Washington so if you just make it average you've done a hell of a job right now expectations for the Cowboys are you got to like shut everybody under 20 points and make it to the NFC title game or you've done a bad job you know you you can't even do what what uh what Dan Quinn was able to sustain for three years where you're like number one in takeaways and number two in sacks over this entire time and top five in scoring every year that's not good enough here you go to Washington and you like make the playoffs or finish nine and eight. They'll be like, "Man, great job! We sucked before you, and now right. now we now we're just pretty good." So I, I think there's a lot of reasons why maybe Washington would be a more attractive destination for an assistant coach. What I want to know from you, Brian, is you know from 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 all these candidates, which one is going to bring the style closest to what Dan Quinn did? Because well, you want to stay in that lane, just add toughness to it. In well, my opinion, well, the obvious would be with Joe Witt because they would probably keep the same scheme. I think I think Mike Zimmer. That's why Mike Zimmer, to me, would be a really good hire because I think Mike will play a four three. I think he'll attack you. I think he's really good with his man coverage packages and stuff like that. He's not afraid to blitz. I think he uses his linebackers pretty well. You got to find a way. That's that's something they've got to address in the draft or in free agency. So. If it's if it's wit, you're probably going to have the continuity of what you just had. If you're Zimmer, I think you add the element of toughness to it. Okay, I like that. And and Mike Vrabel, Wink Martindale, are these considerations at all? Yeah, you know what? I I think both of them are considerations, and 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 just kind of you know people whispering about uh, about Vrabel is that you know Vrabel went through this whole campaign and didn't have any any uh, didn't get an opportunity to be a head coach. Uh, would he want to take a year off or would he want to coach? Whisper seemed to believe that he would like to coach. And, you know, maybe this is an opportunity. Uh, Dallas would be an opportunity for him to be a defensive coordinator, but it's uh, it has to be a two-way street here. Sure, He could want a coach, but then would Mike McCarthy want him here or would the Joneses want him here? Yeah. That's that's kind of where we're at right now. I think – I think that if you called Mike Vrabel and asked him to be, would you be interested in being a defensive coordinator? I think he'd absolutely listen to you. I think that's kind of enticing because if you're looking at, and I don't know if Mike McCarthy would like this, yeah. but if indeed you did move in a different direction after this year, now you've got a guy that's already in your building that is a head coaching candidate that maybe you've already got familiarity with him and he slides in like we've talked about with Dan Quinn. The Morning News article did break down that several coaches have contacted the Cowboys in recent weeks to ask to be considered if indeed Dan Quinn left. Maybe Mike Vrabel could be one of those names. Yeah, if you and I think Kevin Hagelin put this out earlier on their show was that Mike McCarthy has not had a, a defensive coordinator that hadn't been a head coach since 2008. Yes, and the Cowboys haven't, I believe, since they hired Monty Kiffin. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those are, those are things. If you're talking about former head coaches and stuff like that, then that's kind of down the alley that, that Mike likes to go. So I would love it if you know Jerry could interject some sort of an excitement with on a hire. I I just don't have any I don't have any belief that those names would you know I, produce excitement until we get on the field though. I think this is going to be a Stephen Jones and a Will McClay uh, hire, and I think it's going to be a Jerry sign off. So no Mike McCarthy in here at all. 
I think that Mike, I, I think that there's a, I think there's a path to this where they're going to try and get the guy that they would like to get in here when it's Steven and Will. That's would be my, my guess. Okay. So in a roundabout way, you, no, there's no Mike McCarthy involved. That's what it sounded like to me. I, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, you hey, maybe you don't trust him to pick assistant coaches. I, I mean, would. To yeah. be honest, the track record yeah. doesn't look very good. That would terrify me. I, I think that's good news um, because you could definitely screw this up in a way that would you know make it difficult uh, for you to have even a top 10 defense next year. The personnel should be there to, to try to shoot for the absolute top. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, Bill Belichick isn't an option here. Maybe young Jerry. Like, you, you take me to 1999, Jerry, I bet he'd be pushing for it. Let's well, put Belichick in here. We'll have two good well, minds. I think two ni- head coaches and one. I think 1990, Jerry would have probably just fired Mike McCarthy and hired Bill Belichick. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. probably more likely what would have happened. Yeah. Pro Bowl practice continues in Orlando. Looked like C.D. Lamb was a monster at dodgeball. That's good. And, and the way he was firing that thing, I can't blame his mom for being disappointed with that because there might be evidence that he has the best arm on the team as well. Either him or Trey Lance, maybe Cooper Rush. I'm not sure. That's unnecessary shots fired. Um, but that was, you know, what was kind of jumping into my head. And I know it was jumping in your head, too. You just wouldn't say it. Okay. Um, now, uh, it, with with the Philadelphia situation, though, Jalen Hurts was struggling, you know, and it, it, it kind of actually it, it did look like that time Dak was at the skills competition. He looked and, very disinterested last yeah. night. What I what I could see. Well, it's hard to be interested no when you know you got huh? no shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, why are you guys trotting me out here? This isn't what I do. Yeah. You know, how, how about we have a tug-of-war competition with the other quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah. How's that going now? My yeah. base, my anchor, yeah. I'll win that. I'll take two of them guys on at the same time. Squat contest. Yeah. 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 A.J. Brown wants a trade. That that story's really pumping out of the Pro Bowl. Um, you know, I, I think that situation in Philadelphia could get rough, but he was on Kay Adams what was that, Wednesday? Well, he yeah. Looked, he sounded really beat down on that show. He sure did. Like, yeah. we played a little bit of the audio from his Sports Illustrated interview yesterday, and he definitely did not deny, like, yeah, yeah, I might not be playing with the Eagles. He just said, hey, I'm by my phone. Whatever happens, happens. I'm a veteran. I've been here before. Yeah, he been wants trading, to go. So, whatever. He's waiting for that phone to ring and, t- and tell him what uh, new team he's going to. So, what kind of a squad is Philadelphia going to have uh, next year? New York's not going to be good. Washington, you know, they need a miracle at quarterback. They need a C.J. Stroud miracle at quarterback in order to get good. Maybe go 6-0 and in division next year, you know, and, and, and get to 13 or 14 wins so you can make it to the divisional round. Brian, wouldn't that be exciting? Uh, always exciting, Gavin, when you can win 13 games and, and bow out in the playoffs. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, I love going to the Super Bowl and covering other teams. It's my favorite thing to do. It'd be nice to cover our team one year. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mavs are going to host the Bucks tomorrow. Yeah, I, I talked to some people over at the Mavs in the lineup. They don't know yet. Okay. It's, it's kind of a mash unit over there. They're trying to kind of figure some things out. But, uh, you know, just reaching out, I said, hey, you're not going to roll out that lineup you rolled out in Minneapolis the other night. And it's like, man, we don't know. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm, we're I'm at. hopeful you'll have at least Luca. But Luca's lively. Ba- yeah. I think he's getting that nose set. Okay. So I don't think you're going to have lively. Well, I mean, once you get that mask on, I think guys can give it a shot. But it would just be terrifying to 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 think about getting hit with the, you know, in the same area. Uh, it's such a tender situation. And then some guys can't play with the mask. Can't see. You know, it takes Any? away their peripheral vision yeah. and stuff. So we'll have to see how that whole situation gets sorted. I think Kyrie's probably the longest. He's missed five games now. Um, he's play, He's he's played in the the same percentage of games that Porzingis did. Uh. So we 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 need to, we need to have a good run from him. Uh, as far as uh, the games. But, yeah, if, if you missed it, RIP to the great Carl Weathers, iconic figure in some great sports movies. He's Apollo Creed, and he was Happy Gilmore's coach, Chubbs. 
He was in The Mandalorian recently and had a, had a lot of great roles over the years. And at just 76 years old, mm. has, uh, has passed away, his, uh, his manager reported. Mm. It's a What You Drinking, What You Thinking Friday. Maybe, uh, maybe um, you know, you want to set an alarm right now if you're out there cracking them already. Uh, just uh, 520 is where you're going to want to be. And maybe start calling at 510 or so at 877-881-1053. It's a Friday tradition here in the nation. Speaking of Friday traditions, even though the Chief is out, we will have Biggest L, Biggest Dub coming up at 340. G-Bag of the Day is just 15 minutes away, and we have NFL trends that will carry into 2024. How are the Cowboys positioned to take advantage of the most recent NFL trends? It's next in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. G-Bag of the Day is coming up in eight minutes. Let's talk about NFL trends that will carry over into 2024 Nation. This uh, segment is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. It's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817 Jump online to truckwreck.com. 214 says, it's Kenny. The, uh, the boys always do a good job, but happy you're back, General. Oh, it's good to be back. I did have a great couple of days, though. Got a lot of stuff done and... Saw Abby uh, win a couple of games that I wouldn't have otherwise got to participate in or watch. 469, I know we draft good, but we could also have drafted Jalen and Henry in the same draft instead of Zeke. Also, uh, TJ Watt instead of Taco. Yes, mistakes have been made. You could play that game. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could play that game. Yeah, Yeah, imagine the Chicago Bears. They'd have taken Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. I mean, and you're right. That's one that we will always be haunted by, the T.J. Watt over Taco. uh, Taco over T.J. Watt. But, yeah, I think every team probably has those. You you hope that you learn. You hope that when you get in that situation where you start to put your tags up on the board that you, if, you know, they do a great job when it turns into be the best available player. Yeah. They, they, They seem to have that one down pretty good. It's when they feel like, ah, oh, we got to grab this tackle here now. I'm still wondering what they're going to do with Mozzie Smith. If one of the folks over there that's listens to our broadcasts every day would like to send me a text and tell me what the plan is for Mozzie Smith, I'd sure appreciate that. I think you got to tweak the scheme to something that he can be better at or trade him. I think they would say, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to play him as a, an under tackle or a three technique. Maybe Which that's so weird. It, it was yeah. weird that a 325-pound, 329-pound man went down the way down to 290 Didn't understand pounds. it, right? No. You, th- you thought the size and the strength was a big attribute to why you wanted the guy. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think they, they're trying to get him quicker, but I don't, you can't just you can't make His, a guy who that doesn't fire like that suddenly quick. It's yeah. not a it's not a body weight thing. Yeah, it's, it's the, the the quicker part because it's I, reflex. And I don't know, Zach, have you watched Chris Jenkins play for Michigan this year? Different player. 
Yeah, yes, different player, but, but he, free he taking, is but quicker, they, a, qu- a more twitchy type of defensive Okay, more tackle. twitchy, but you do see times where they're laid off the ball. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, think you that that's Michigan what Michigan does. Steve. You're right. You watch, and, they've, and they've got a, a middle linebacker, Colson. Right, which is so for me, and in, in when we talked with Will McClay yeah. after the draft, he even said, you know, they felt like there was some untapped pass rush ability for Mozzie. Right. And I don't disagree with because he was a freak athlete, but... I don't think it was necessarily like you need to lose weight to get faster off the ball. I think it's just playing and being comfortable. Naturally, he would the, the game would slow down for him, you know? Okay, so for a Cowboys trend, you don't want to continue. It was the bad draft, but that's kind of <laughs> yeah. an uncontrollable, right? You're going to be good at some drafts. You're going to be bad at, at some. I, I think what you can control is the NFL trends we're going to be talking about here until we get to the G-bag of the day. It's coming up in five minutes. We go to CBS Sports, Chris Trapasso, motion, 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 mm-hmm. and he talks about you know how we've talked about on the show, but the 49ers motioned 70% of their offensive plays. The, the, the Chiefs were fourth. You know, this is a, a big deal and it's something that we're hoping that the Cowboys continue to evolve with because Brian I don't know about you but I I believe in this current NFL not only do you need to have really good players and and really good coaches but your scheme has to has to be good enough to help you win a Super Bowl as well like there's less ways to skin a cat and if your offense particularly your running game is not optimized to create space to trick the defense right at the snap I think you put yourself behind the eight ball so much that it's going to be really damn hard to play catch-up, and I don't know if you can get enough good players on your team to make up for that uh, uh, schematic disadvantage that you create for yourself. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd hope that they play a lot of dumb teams. Yeah. You know, that's what motion does. <laughs> motion confuses you. Motion makes you have communication problems. That's why teams do it. They do it to, to make you have to adjust, and if you're not good enough adjusting, the teams that are playing in the Super Bowl right now, uh, the Kansas City and the 49ers, their defenses don't get fooled. Their, their, their coverages are sound. Their linebackers are sound. They don't get knocked out of place when motion or, or movement or anything like that. They play on the run very, very well. So, yeah, if you could find a bunch of dumb teams to play against in the National Football League, motion works really, really well. You don't think it works against the good teams? I think there's, I think there's, there's, there's teams like the San Francisco's and the Kansas City's that it doesn't work as well. No. And Mike McCarthy will even tell you, motion to just be motioning, yeah. is not the best thing in the world. What are you trying to create? You have to have a purpose, but I don't think that it is you know, just happenstance that when you look at the teams that ran it the most, the Ravens sixth most, Lions fifth most, 49ers second most, you know, the, and, and then the Chiefs always do this. Yeah. These are the teams that are winning and in the conference championship game. I mean, we did it midseason. We looked at the top 10 offenses. All of them were top 10 in yeah. motion. I mean, it's going to crush the dumb teams, to your point, Brian. You know, I that, think you, I, I'm, you being a, you, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. I'm being tongue-in-cheek. You get a, you get a smaller advantage but, against the good teams. Yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying, though. There's teams that handle motion very well. Yes. They don't get – They don't. Yeah. every one of Dallas's bad games, you can point to Ooh, I see. huge yeah. plays. And why? Because of motion and, oh, we didn't communicate. Oh, yeah. we didn't read this the right way. Cowboys couldn't defend it or use it. To their advantage on yeah. offense yeah. and that that's a problem so hopefully they they find um you know the motivation and the coaching ability to implement that or i don't know if you can have enough good players in, unless you have a miracle draft or you know you way overspend in free agency long live yak how do you feel about our yak ability right now ferguson and cd are pretty good those it, are your guys right there yeah that's where you're, that's where you're living um, and then the third trend that should carry into 2024 here from Chris Trapasso, CBS, stay true to your identity and talks about how, like, you got to know what you do well and stay there. And, and boy, the Cowboys defense sure did not, did it? Brian loves the identity question. 
Well, oh, yeah. I, 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 I love the identity question because, you know, what's your identity? But I, mean, I don't know what the Cowboys is. I, I guess pass happy team. But stay with they who you are. Run the ball. But stay with who you are. You know, that's the, you know, Dallas for, to play. I didn't quite understand why you play curse as a true free safety. That's yeah. not who you are. Or the zone when yeah. you were playing and no. having success with man. Yeah, I don't understand that. That's not who you are. Yeah, yeah, you know, I he he made a risky play, and it, and I I don't think you need to be doing that when you're clearly the better team. Like you, if you think, oh wow, this this other team is better than us, and they're gonna have us, but then to not go back to it, you know, more consistently than he did, I it was it was obviously a complete failure from everybody involved with that defense. But it, it kind of started, and you got off balance with well, your offense not being able to get much momentum going, but going away from your best uh, defensive formations. That led to more confusion. Wolchuk says the 214, we need Zimmer for our next defensive coordinator. He's an ass kicker. Yeah. He's not going to put up with mistakes. I'm, I'm very into the Mike Zimmer idea. I've seen a lot of pushback, basically just because he's an old retread coach and he hasn't been with the Cowboys since, what, 2006? If you look at everywhere Mike Zimmer has been, those defenses have gotten better. And Cincinnati. five of the eight years he was a head coach with the Vikings, they were a top 10 defense. Sure, they started to fade a little bit his last two seasons, mm-hmm. but they got older. The talent was depleted. But as a defensive coordinator, he has been excellent. Let me just push back minorly on a Friday with good vibes in the air on the idea that what you need is attitude. What you need is linebackers and defensive tackles. Players help. I think what you need is some instincts. I don't yeah. think you've got anybody at, yeah. at either of those levels that play with great instinct. Not at all. Not I mean, at all. I, I don't. I don't think Dak is shook by the playoffs. I don't think Hart is a question at all. It's what what he looks out into the secondary and sees when they are playing the coverages that have confused him now for the better part of a half decade. It's time now for the G bag of the day. Into the pimp cup we go. Here's Lucius Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me now. What up, though, man? How you feeling? Terrific. All right. Refreshed. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm looking over here at this uh, Oilers game from 1990. Yeah. Moon to Jeffries was a problem. Yeah, problem. Moon to Jeffries was a big problem back then for them cats. Gibbons is a problem for him, too. My God, yeah. bro. Yeah. Moon was just chunky. We probably don't give Warren Moon enough love. They don't give him enough love. That dude love. was a badass. My man was just chunky. Yeah. All right, let's see. All right, our winner right here. Dossie might like this one. Let's go. Uh, Baldy <laughs> brought up Steve Diasi. That's him. All right, Steve Diasi used to play for the Cowboys, won a ring with the Giants. Chia uh, follow asked Baldy about, like, who was the, the, the beer drinker on the team? Who you know drunk, drunk the most beer? Nice. And Chia follow act like he knew who Diasi was. Mm-hmm. He had no idea who Diasi was. He just played along. <laughs> In fact, he even gave him a, a nickname that he never had. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And then you'll hear this awkward dismount between two old men, Baldy and Broadus. Listen to this. From your playing days, who who do you have the most beer drinking respect for from like a teammate? Uh, gosh, that's good. Um, Steve Giassi back in the day was pretty good. Oh. <laughs> um, he he got so good at it he had to stop it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Too yeah, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, Ron, Spring, Ron Springs was pretty good. Ron he's Springs, got a bust. Yahtzee Springs can throw some tall boys down. There we go. <laughs> feel like Yahtzee might have a bust in the Beer Drinking Hall of Fame somewhere. Yahtzee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yahtzee. Diossi to Yahtzee, and he said it twice. Yahtzee. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm a big fan of that right there. He just played it off. <laughs> he did. And he had to get his joke in, too, about a guy that he had no idea. He, exactly. Oh, yeah. He doubled I'm down. Yeah. Let's stick at this joke in. All right, let's see what I got for you boys. <laughs> yes. All right, when you're on the golf course, and you, you get ready, the, the ball's on the tee, and you get ready to do a little few practice swings, right? Uh-huh. And you accidentally hit the ball. Does that count as a swing? No. No. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. All right. Well, here's a guy that had a meltdown because his buddy said that counted. Oh. Dude, that counts. That counts, bro. That does not count. It counts, Jack. That's a stroke. That's a stroke, bro. I hate playing the God. I'm I'm going. You're psycho, bro. What the? Yo, what about my golf bag, bro? Is he okay right now? Yo. Is he okay right now? <laughs> now, did he address the ball and swing at it? He kind of gave it like a few, you know, just a few, a few warm-ups, you know, waggles. so you get your form right and right. everything. Get close to it, see if you're hitting the right spot, and he accidentally hit it. That's Boop. No, no, that's no, no, that's, no that does no. not count. It, but it did sound like he kind of, I thought he took maybe a full swing, and it just kind of clipped off the tee a little bit. But. Dude, that counts. Oh, that counts, yeah, bro. No, that's, that's a no count. That's a no count. That's just a tap. Yeah, it's just a tap. That's a tap. Just a little light tap. No tap. Yeah. Let's see what else we got for you boys. Let's go. That's to the- crazy to me. That should what? that should count. Wait, Brian, I don't believe you. They're playing with they're playing for money. That's probably why the guy's doing it to him. They're probably like it doesn't know. count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. I think my dad's been getting over on me all these yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, filler. <laughs> That's a stroke. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got for you boys. You can't put your club down in a bunker. Yeah. That's, that's a penalty for like two yeah, strokes. You can't ground your count. But you can accidentally yeah. knock the ball. Yeah, at address. Okay, at only a, on the tee box? On the tee box, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, now I know. Yeah. No one's half the battle. Yeah. Thank you. Now back to you, Lucius. <laughs> it's all gravy, baby. I'm learning, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Michael Porter Jr., he was on the Pivot Podcast. <laughs> Channing Crowder uh, asked Porter about his height. He said, hey, you're a big man. Pause. Why don't you play like it? And it got kind of weird. I want to ask you something that Ryan said about, like, uh, your size. Bro, you big as f- Yeah, pause. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you think I'm talking about this man swipe? This oh, is fine. Yo. What? You sick? What are you, 16? But what's up? Yeah, 16. You don't never get down low. <laughs> you don't never fight. You mean like, uh, like, uh, like in the paint? <laughs> yo! <laughs> yo! Is this nasty? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? You I was thinking like, of basketball. You mean like I don't post up? Wow. Mm. Got personal. Yeah, it got a little weird. You know, it's Channing Crowder, bro. Yeah, it does get a little <laughs> Anytime weird. Anytime he's going the wheel, it's going to go for a, yeah. a, a, a strange ride. Wow. Hey. Hold up. Hey. Do, 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 boom, boom. Okay. Feels so good. That soul music right there. Let's go to the RJ and Choppy show. Which one of these guys is Chop? <laughs> AJ Przinski takes a little shot at the Cowboys on his way out the door. Oh, what a salesman. Yeah, he is. Broadcaster. Right. You got any Tom Brady oh. f- Fox broadcasting advice? Uh, I mean, I like Greg Olson, so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I love yeah. KB. I've worked with KB a lot at Fox. I love him. And, uh, by the way, did you guys ever think that the Rangers would win a World Series before the Cowboys won another Super Bowl? Hey, uh, you, hey, you, AJ, you're cutting out. Uh, we'll have to get you reconnected for okay. next year. You're cutting out a little bit. Thank you for your time, if you can hear me. 
What a troll. Yeah. And I think everybody does. I think most uh, oh, no. people paying attention assume yeah. that every DFW team will win again. Yeah. And again. And yeah. again. Cowboys do again. And again. Mm-hmm. Too hard. They think it's just a it's a crapshoot. Hurts. It does, man. I, I need to let it go. <laughs> I need to find closure at some point. Because I feel like I'm with Przinsky now. I just feel like cracking <laughs> jokes about him. They're a damn punchline. They are. The whole country is making fun of the Can't Cowboys. It's really anymore, sad, man. It's rock bottom. It's kind, it's kind of funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not on that Mike Bassick vibe. I don't want to see the Cowboys <laughs> lose no. like that. But Never I mean, go full Bassick. No. Yeah, I seen it coming. <laughs> All right, what do you say? Time to vote? Yeah, let's do that. Man, that golf situation was a point of contention out of here. Yeah. People are really back and forth on that golf thing. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. The, the truckery.com fan tags is fired up. Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people would count that. Now, if, if money's on the line, that's the problem. It can get it can get really weird yeah. and, and passionate in a hurry. Given putts, you know, like, yeah. you know, like you pick up your ball, you're yeah. three feet away, and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't give you that. You know, yeah. you got you to play it all out that way. You can't. You can't. If you're playing for money, you got to yeah. got to play it out. Okay, is it uh, the G bag of the day champion? Brought, uh, Baldy brought up Steve Diossi, and, and Chief says he feels like Yahtzee must have had a bust in the beer drinking <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Channing Crowder interview with uh, that was Michael Porter Jr. Yes, yes, sir. And the AJ Pruszynski on his way out with RJ and Choppy. Did I did I uh, forget one in there, Lucius? I don't think so. No, okay, we got a champ and two challengers. I'm going to go with. Wait, uh, did I miss one. Baldy uh, Golf Course Porter Choppy. Those are the four. Okay, okay yeah, yes. we got them. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Baldy. Boy, you had me forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do me like that. You got a ball? Got on a Friday, right? I'll get lost in the loop. I'm in a weird spot myself. It's a, it's a Monday and a Friday at the same time. Yeah. My wires are crossed. Lucius, hey, you feels going like with? a Monday Friday. Hey, feels like, like a, a Monday, Monday Friday. Friday. Hey. Shout out to them boys. Oh, oh I also want to give props to the, the Whataburger wings. Oh, wow. The barbecue yeah. with the ranch. Yeah. Oh, chef's kiss right there. Those two together are really good. Yeah. I'll pull back up on them. I'm riding with the champ. All righty. Wolchuk? I'm going to go with uh, the champ as well, Yahtzee. Brian? Yeah, let's make it 3-0 there. Jeez, all my right. playlist is all over the place. <laughs> to the Jacksons, to a puddle of mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. 4-0. Uh, and still, G-Bag of the Day champion, it's Baldy uh, with Eric Chiafalo just a couple of days ago. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Brian, where are you taking us? Yeah, I've got the, it's the sports mix. i got some questions for my guys. We'll do that next. Oh, I'm fighting a sneezing fit. Here's Broaddus and Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Hey, uh, <laughs> one of the advantages of sitting on this side mm-hmm. of the console here. Yeah, you get both TVs. You get to watch the TVs. And I was looking up. Uh, are you guys familiar with this product called Mighty Mendit? No. It's it's from the Flex Seal guys. Oh, okay. The Mighty Mendit. Okay, Pardon. bless you, Dawson. Bless you. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. But uh, <laughs> the Mighty Mendit is... <laughs> It's from the Flex Seal people, right? Well, they were kind of showing all the things that they could do with uh, Mighty Mendit. They were uh, they were patching up jeans, things like that. He was patching up a parachute. A parachute? He passed up a parachute, and then they jumped out of the plane with the parachute. Oh, wow. So, would you trust? No, you use that one. <laughs> I'm glad you fixed it. You yeah. use it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get like, yours. All of a sudden, it's like... We have a rip in the parachute here. No. But we're going to use some Mighty Mendit, and we're going to strap that thing on and jump out of this plane to prove a point. So. No, thank you. I don't, well, I don't trust any parachute. But the Flex Seal thing looks like legit, right? It's probably great. 
But huh. no, I'm with Lucius. I'm not using the parachute though. How about that one? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not using this parachute. Yeah, because you jump out, it's like, oh, it looks like I missed a spot. <laughs> that thing just just rips. Oh dang it! You know, and that guy's just spiraling out of control. <laughs> like, I, seriously, like, okay, we're gonna fix a parachute with Mighty Mendit, and we're gonna let you jump. Uh, no. How much? Really? What is the number? What is the number? It's got to be six figures. Seven. 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 Twelve to seven figures, I think. Yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. Probably to jump out of a to really uh, consider para- jump out with a parachute made with super glue, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Stitched together with super glue. You're probably looking at four mil. Yeah. Give me four that. mil. <laughs> That's the starting point. Yeah. That's after taxes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just want to make sure the family still gets that even after I'm dead. Four mil. <laughs> Yes. Right, even if I die, right, it's right, going. Listen Hillary, here. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Flex Seal guy, give me four mil. We'll do this. Somebody asked if Mighty Bennett can fix the Cowboys defense. That's a good point. <laughs> That's something you really can't Maybe. trust. Maybe. That's something you really can't trust. All right, I got some questions for you guys. Would there ever be a reason that you would never watch the Super Bowl, Dawson? Yeah, I, th- I think, hmm. sure, if, if there was some sort of an emergency and I had to leave, um, I, yeah, absolutely, I don't need to watch it, you know. I think in the past I've been at parties and, like, disappeared for a quarter and not missed, you know, not felt like I was sure. fumbling it. Oh, my goodness, I'm missing these two teams. You know, I'd, if my team's not in it, I just think it's a, it's a cool championship thing, but I'll, I'll take it or leave it. How about you there, Wooly Bully? Yeah, it'd probably be like the birth of my daughter. Yeah, you know, like all of a sudden, okay, this is happening. Um, I, in in which case, I think I'm not caring about the Super Bowl at that moment. I'm more focused on the task at hand. Otherwise, the only other thing that I could think of outside of emergency would be like Cowboys lose in the conference championship game, and I'm just so heartbroken. And you're so mad. I can't stomach to watch these two teams play. Otherwise, now I'm probably just still watching it. Luce, is there ever a reason you wouldn't watch the Super Bowl? If it becomes pay per view. Oh. And I have to pay for it. And it's not my squads or anybody I care for. Wow. Yeah. That's a good answer. That I'm is, not watching it unless I have to go to a Super Bowl party with other people that paid for that view. Yeah. That, I, I, I like what you're saying there because I know I've gone times. I'm one of these guys where if my teams aren't in it, I tend to not watch. You know, and my reasoning, I go work. I'll go, like, watch college players or do so. – I used to – I used to go up to the Star or Valley Ranch. Seriously, I would go and just go watch film so I wouldn't have to deal with it. So, that that was always my reason. My, if my team – Or do you want to catch me outside? Exactly. <laughs> catch me outside. Time to get work. You're not in that game. Yeah. You better Time. go find some players find that can some take players. you. All right. Luce, I'll go to you with this one. Would you ever fake an injury not to attend a Super Bowl party? Would you fake an injury? I mean, fake like, like, oh man, I uh, got laryngitis. Yeah, uh, or got, being, yeah, being sick or something. Yeah. Would yeah. you, would you mm-hmm. ever, would somebody when they invite you, would you ever fake an injury? It's got to be a super, super square Super Bowl party where I can't cut loose and relax. Then yeah, I'll fake an injury. Yeah, one hundred percent. How about you, Wooly Bully? Yep, I got pink eye. <laughs> yeah, man, I got the bubble gut. So I got the, I got a yeah. stomach situation. I'm I can't out, quite make it. Yeah, I mean, mo- most Super Bowl parties I'm probably down to go to. But if this, if there was a rare situation where it's like, man, this does not sound fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up with something. Oh, got called into work. Sorry. Yeah, I'm crapping myself or something. Yeah, Whoa. I want to circle back with Lucius. Would you, would you really use the pink eye? Hmm. Thing? 
Well, who's gonna you know say you know, yeah, you don't, nobody wants to be around for that, right? Pink eye because they think about you know feces and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to yeah, like, be around that guy. No, they that's don't, how they you don't get want Lucius like getting his hands in the wing yeah. wing area. Strep, pink eye, those things people stay away from. The flu, yeah. How about you, Dawson? You're going to fake an injury not to go to a Super Bowl party. No, I don't think so. You know, there's so many people over there having fun. I could maybe text the guy and say, hey, uh, I'm just going to stay at home. You know, I don't have to lie. You don't have to. You don't have to lie. (laughs) I'm used to letting people down. Do you think people, if you don't go to a Super Bowl party like that, do you think people are going to ask you back the next time? If no. you're if you're a turn if you're a turn down guy because you just don't want to go, oh, they're not man. gonna ask you again, are they? No. After after that's one probably or two, right down your alley. You're just like, I don't want to go. Well, I mean, it is nice to be invited, and sometimes I want to go. Like I had a lovely time at uh, Woolchuck's house last yeah, weekend. I go. was happy about that, you know. But I yes, I that has been my experience. You know, if you don't go a couple of times, then they stop inviting you. Stop inviting you for sure. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Uh <laughs> Wooly Bully. What do we got? Yeah. Are Super Bowl commercials the most overrated part of the broadcast? Ooh, is it the most overrated? Ah, oh, man, I don't think so. I kind of do enjoy the Super Bowl commercials sometimes. I think the most overrated might end up being the halftime show. I think a lot of times it does not fulfill the hype, and it's just kind of like, eh, they was cool, but whatever. I mean, we've talked Extra about long. this. Yeah, yeah I just, just want to get back to the game. You know what? Let's get back to the game. Some of these, some of these commercials end up kind of sticking with you, and they're pretty funny. How about you, Lucius? So the Super Bowl commercials, the most overrated part of the broadcast. They weren't before, but now they are. They don't stick with me. I don't remember them. I feel like I don't even get to see them all, even yeah. though I'm sitting down watching the broadcast. Yeah. We'll come in the next day, and somebody talks about a commercial that I, I promise I watched the whole game but did not see. Yeah. That, that does happen every year. I'm like, wait a second, which commercial are you talking about? Yeah, they're not sticking with me the same way. I think the creativity is gone. They just spent a bunch of money and grabbing some celebrities and just doing the regular thing. And then you see the same commercials like the next day, and it, don't, it doesn't have the same appeal. That's true. Well, now they're starting to uh, release them a little earlier. Yeah, what, what's up make, with that? They're, they're trying to draw up business? Well, or? it costs so much money to do the commercial. Right. They're trying to, I guess, maximize the profit on it. Wow. How about you, General? Is that an uh, overrated part of the broadcast? I would answer that with a hopefully. Uh, Brian, hopefully it's not uh, an MVP quarterback that only scores three points or, yeah. you know, something something bad with the game where it just, you know, the weather was so bad that it, teams couldn't get the ball going. You know, those kind of boring snooze fests. When that happens, uh, then the commercials are actually welcome. Like Patriots Rams are like, hell yeah, let's get to the commercials. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I think the Super Bowl, the halftime show is the one that gets me. I think yeah. that. Most of the time. I think it's always like, I'm, I, my anticipation is always like, oh, this is going to be, and then it's, it's not. A lot of the time it just doesn't live up to the hype. But I'm with Lucius because I never feel like I see all the commercials. Yeah. I'm always like getting up and doing something or, you know, I'm always making sure that the queso's not like turned into like plaster. You know, I'm always stirring yeah. something, doing something. I have to take my phone into my room and put it on the charger and then close the door and go sit down and try to watch games or shows or whatever. Because if that is on my lap, then I get too distracted by what other people are saying about it or trying to come up with a funny troll myself, you know, to get a bunch of likes. And then, yeah, then the next thing you know, I've watched very little of it. When's the last time we had a good bud? Wise, er. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I did see a headline earlier. They're bringing back the That's Clydesdales. The Clydesdales. Yes, they're, they're okay. bringing back the Budweiser Clydesdales this year for nostalgia. So maybe we're on a, a nostalgia meta here, and we'll, we'll get those. Yeah. Uh, That's frogs never back. a bad thing. And yeah. the last no, Budweiser awesome. I had was at that at that championship party. 
and I think I had 14 of them. Oh, likewise. Remember, yeah, remember we had the, the tall boys. The, fan, the fans in front of us, yes. they went old school Budweiser. They did. And they just, and they were handing them out, and I was acting like they were water. I could go for a Bud Bowl again. You guys remember that? Uh, Wolchuk, you know, you, yeah. the, the Bud Bowl? The Bud Bowl? No. Yeah. yeah. They used to pr- the pit Bud against, against Budweiser. Yeah. And throughout the game, oh, commercial right. breaks, yes. there was a, a game going on inside the commercials. Yes. Yeah. And way back in the day, like the forty ounce would show up like it was refrigerator Perry, you know, because yeah. when the when the Bears would hand it off to their defensive Dude, tackle yeah. William Perry, Good it was call. like it was like the all the rage in football. So I I've, w- was fridge a, a Bud Light forty? I forget which which side he was on. He was but big. That's yeah, yeah that's yeah, fun. He, he was big. It was, and they'd have Bud announcers for it and the whole thing, <laughs> and then in the really, fourth like quarter, that. the Bud Bowl would end. Yeah, yeah. it would be it. And if I could, my sure, final sorry. thing, my no, no, my final thing here, my final one. We talk about with Tom Brady now becoming an announcer at Fox, mm-hmm. right? Is your favorite all-time announcer in what sport? Your favorite all-time announcer. Is it in football, basketball, baseball, or hockey? Basketball. Who is it? Bill Shonley. Bill Shonley? He called the 1977 championship for the Trailblazers. So he's your favorite all-time announcer? Yeah. How about you, Lucius? Your favorite announcer ever in... Jeff Van Gundy. That's he was fast. in New York, and he would just complain about things. And I love how New Yorkers complain. How about you, Wooly Boy? Yeah, it was football. It was summer on Madden. I, I tell you, I was football Keith Jackson. The, oh, the, Keith Jackson, the, the, the great college one. football guy. Yeah. That was my favorite favorite announcer. Thank you guys for all your, uh, your thoughts. Keith Jackson, it. one of the greats. Yeah, I talked to Keith a number of times because my first uh, talk show was covering Pac-10 football. Yeah, on Saturdays, You're Washington and, State guy. That's uh, bad. Yes, and yeah. yes. So, yeah. so, and he was working the the Pac-10, obviously, the Rose Bowl. probably the last ten or fifteen years of his career, almost yeah. exclusively. Okay, we got to run. Uh, when we return, Nation, it's time for Wolchuk's NFL news of the day. Where are you taking us? I'll give you an update on these coordinator hires: Bosa on the Chiefs and Smoking Jay Cutler. That's next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.